Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Flame On, episode 243, The Rise of Skywalker. What's going on, everybody? Pat DeBear here with your first episode of Flame On in the year 2020. 2020. 2020. It's a fiction. And we are here to discuss the movie that's been on everybody's lips, whether it's been good, bad, or... Okay, pretty much those are the only two options. It's apparently very 50-50 split down the uh, critic and uh, fan uh, vote. You're talking about cats, right? Yes. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> I, I don't know if 50-50 is the way that that split is going. <laughs> it's more a 7-10 split. Very hard to pick up. Meow. <laughs> we are here to talk about Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. I'm joined by Brian. Hi. Josh. Hey. And Eric. Howdy. And uh, we've got opinions. We've got thoughts. We've got critiques. We've got concerns. Uh, revelations. Epiphanies. Maybe some questions. And uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and dig into the movie. Let's start with the things that we enjoyed about it, because it's always nice to start on a positive note, especially going into a brand new year of pop culture. So Eric, why not give us uh, some of your positive fun takeaways from Rise of Skywalker? I actually didn't hate C-3PO in this one. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to start. (laughs) No, I mean, normally I find that his brand of humor i i don't really care for well he's english it's dry and i mean he's an android is that really dry i don't know that that's a listen you're talking to people who watch british comedies and british shows (laughs) we get the dry humor but yeah lately it just hasn't been funny he's he's ridiculous yeah and then yeah the new trilogies he's like not funny yeah like you have R2-D2, you have BB-8, they're the over same. the top. It's a bunch of beeping. Yeah. and that's... Well, Beeping with personality, like, you know. Yeah. BB-8's got personality with just beeping. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I mean, there it... was the whole debate of whether or not he gave uh, Finn the finger or was giving him a thumbs up. That was personality uh... right there. <laughs> that was my favorite. I maintain it was the finger, but you know. Oh, we say that's a thumbs up. We all know the truth. But no, I, I actually positively reacted to C-3PO's whole arc in the movie. Yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was cute. It, it In the first two movies of this trilogy, it felt very much like your straight female friend 
who's had one too many cocktails, who tries to be like, yes, mama, slay, work, girl. And you're like, bitch, stop. Please just stop. You're trying way too hard. That also just made me really uncomfortable. You're welcome. <laughs> BJ isn't here, so I've got to <laughs> fulfill that. Role Wait, are today. you that? Sh- what are you? What are you saying that that's you? What do you? What do you I don't understand. Why is it uncomfortable? Do you, do you relate too much? No, I, I felt that on a like a a visceral level. You, you yeah. have friends like that. I, I do. Okay, we all do. We all do. <clears throat> I don't, but that's because I don't have that many female friends. Uh, straight female friends. Well, even with the okay friends, the, stop it. All right, I'm fine. even with the the gay males, there's just some people that just no. Now, granted, I'm one of those people. If you ever hear those words come out of my mouth, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm it'll like... make people very uncomfortable. <clears throat> yes, mama. Yes, mama. Work. So you didn't like you. So you like C3PO? What else is about this movie? <laughs> um, I don't know. Just overall, the feeling from it, it was very nostalgia heavy. I felt. Um, I thought it was fan servicey in a good way. Um, and. It probably, I don't know, of the new trilogy, I just felt the best about it. Just an aura of, ah, good. I don't know. Like a warm hug. Yeah. 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 From Space Mom Carrie Fisher. Oh, That would be nice. Yes. She swoops in with her Superman. Uh, her Mary Poppins? Yes. Nice. I know she doesn't have an umbrella, but she's still Mary Poppins. She is absolutely Mary Poppins. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Josh, what did you enjoy about uh, The Rise of Skywalker? I thought the pacing was decent. Like, I I think it fit what the... Even though there was a lot going on. Yeah. I felt that the pace was good for it. You mean there was no uh, slow uh, chase in outer space where we don't have enough fuel for more than two jumps? Yeah, that was a little... (laughs) The longest, shortest car chase in the history of cinema. <laughs> and and I will say that the, this movie kind of made me appreciate The Last Jedi just a little bit more than I did prior. It handled a lot of stuff yeah. from uh, the two previous movies and kind of weaved it together in a way that seemed less convoluted. Even though it was super convoluted, it felt like it wasn't two competing theories like that had to then be tied together in a third movie. So I agree with you there. I would say, I guess, the only there was one thing in the movie that I thought was, I guess, unnecessary. We're not to that section yet, sir. But that's about it. <laughs> These are the positives. These are the good <laughs> things about the movie. I know. I'm just saying. <clears throat> one and, thing and, out of the rest of the movie, I thought it was good. I thought it was action-packed. I thought it was nostalgic. I thought it was like cohesive with the story. Very good. Brian, what were some positive takeaways from the Rise of Skywalker for you? I don't have any. Move on. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I this really, isn't me with Dark Phoenix, all right. <laughs> I really, I really do have some negatives to go into, but I will, I will agree with my cohorts thus far. It was entertaining. It was a acceptable sci-fi fantasy action adventure roller coaster movie experience. I did enjoy when it. Att- when it linked in with the prior movie, Last Jedi, I, I appreciated it. It used LinkedIn. It it, it has a profile. Oh. You know, it's got a, it's got its resume up. It's, it's I feel it's like trying to network. A, if it had a LinkedIn, it would be trying to send like dick pics to other people. 
Wait, this that, is not what LinkedIn is for, is sir. This is not what LinkedIn is for. Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> uh, Calm down. They're listening to Kids Bop, all right? I really, I, I did I did a little tear up a bit when they did the Carrie Fisher stuff. Uh, that was very touching on all the levels. And even the ending, which I know that isn't maybe universally agreed upon, I did enjoy the Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo storyline with uh ray and the very end with tatooine i oh we're spoiling things right we did say that we didn't say it but well, at this point yeah. it's two weeks the spoilers uh, yeah. just, you know the, it's the, good the uh the very ending on tatooine also made me a little wet in the eye sockets i agree i i thought that the kylo ren story was cleaned up and it didn't seem as weak at the end of it yeah i i like that <clears throat> and i definitely like the tatooine thing so I agree with Tatooine. I thought that was a cute little ending for it. Um, I thought that there was a very difficult task for whoever, whether it was going to be J.J. Abrams or whoever was going to have to do this ninth movie. You're talking 42 years of Star Wars lore that you are now trying to incorporate into not just the end of a trilogy, but the end of a what you call a nine movie arc trilogy of trilogies a trilogy of trilogies yes this is the infinity saga calm down it's still a saga though they refer to it as a saga i'm calling it a trilogy of trilogies you're welcome i'm calling it episode nine all right that's it fine (laughs) trilogy cubed or yeah okay there we go trilogy cubed uh i i think that it did it had a lot to try to live up to it was never going to please everybody um, because I think whether or not you like The Last Jedi, The Last Jedi split this toxic fandom. You had the purists, and I'll air quote that. I know, podcasting, it's a visual medium. Uh, but it it divided so many people because people were looking at it going, oh, we'll see what you can do. And then other people were like, but you've gone way too far outside of the, you know, you've overcorrected, blah, blah. And then you are now saddled with people that wanted to continue on the ryan johnson train and say okay well let's continue to subvert audience expectations and then you've got people that are like please just finish this story with characters that i love and from here on out i think it sets a, a tone that you can now do whatever story i think there needs to not be like star wars episode blah 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 and continue like that i think this is a nice way to end Trilogy Cubes. The Skywalker Saga. And move on to telling more stories and doing more things because we've seen good uh, Star Wars stories come out like Rogue One, Mm -hmm. less successful ones like Solo. And I think this movie overall to me did what it needed to do. I'm not a huge, huge, huge Star Wars fan. I have only seen the movies within the last few years, but I thought it, it played to what it needed to do. The um, the point where Ray is down on the ground after while well, she's facing off with um, Palpatine, when all the Force Ghost voices spoke to her, I thought that was pretty awesome. I might have lost it a little when Yoda's. Oh, uh, nice. was it alone? You never were. Yeah. So-, I was like, oh. <laughs> so there were a lot of beats like that, and then at the end. The kind of the little throwbacks to the Ewoks, to the Puffins. What were they? Porgs. 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 
so those little bits and, and those beats were really cute and I liked them and it brought all of that kind of back and then finishing out on on I was gonna say Alderaan I'm like woo we finished Ooh. back there <laughs> just one of those little chunks of Alderaan floating in the in oh, the space too soon uh, to end on Tatooine it it gave me a sense of closure and I think that was gonna be tough for any anybody to pull off but I think J J Abrams did a decent job it was very formulaic in in a lot of ways but I think at this juncture it was the best way to close it out so those are our positive takeaways <laughs> now's the fun part because now we're gonna start to bitch at each other about this let's do this claws out round two the library Fights. is open eric what were some uh things that you did not enjoy the kiss ah yeah wrong yes wrong Ugh. Uh, did, we I, are I, I a felt podcast. Like a, I felt like a kid seeing their parents we kiss. Are, we are a podcast Ugh. divided. Well, it's even worse because Abram said something about there's like a weird brother sister relationship. Exactly. There. That made it worse. He made it worse. And he was like, but Luke and Leia, well, they didn't know. Uh, exactly. <laughs> well, when the thing is, okay, so that one was worse because they actually are brother yeah. and sister. These two at least aren't. So right. there is no DNA familial things, but their relationship was whatever. I just never felt any they, type of romanticness from them. No. Even when uh, Ryan Johnson came in and was like, all right, you take your shirt off, and then you just be in each other's minds. Like, no. <laughs> it just felt creepy and dirty. <laughs> and did you hear me in the theater when I turned yes. to you and I said, I want to boo right now? <laughs> I, I heard that. Too. I did not hear you say that. <laughs> I, Which I, is I, funny, considering Eric was sitting right next to me and Brian was a seat over. My voice travels. I heard, hush, hush. Keep I, it I down noticed now. that you, 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 reacted. you reacted. I, I did uh, have a visor, vis, visceral, like, my yeah. whole body clenched. And I, to, I could have seen a, just like a, a clenching <laughs> hug. Parts of me clenched, but it wasn't my whole body. <laughs> no, like, yeah, thank you. Um, no, it's, a, it's an intense relationship that they had. Whether or not it was through weird force powers, diadem, bullshit, bullshit, whatever, they had an intense relationship that they consummated in that brief moment when he was able to with Ray. I don't want to hear anything about them consummating anything. I, <laughs> I, I, they I, they I, had to have some shorthand of of that relationship that's been built up, which is one of the few things that I felt like they did carry over from uh, Last Jedi. I, I get that there could have been some sort of Buffy, Spike, hate, fuck thing go on. There you go. But, which is still but, one of my least favorite things but, about the entire well, fucking thing. Yes. You do not go but, from trying to rape her to being, oh my god, this is the love of my life. Fuck that bullshit. Yeah, that's true. But, and fuck you, Joss Whedon, but for writing that it. that kiss was not like, a, I hate you, No, but we're in... That was like passion, no, Right, no, but it's an intensity of... Not, 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 not negative. I don't think it was a hate fuck. I think it was a brief moment when they realized and they could be in that like moment together in a way that they couldn't afterwards because i'm pretty sure in that moment ray knew what he had done and that he was gone that he would he would go away i don't think that you you come back from that and, and, and in the arc of the the way these work the bad guy turn around into good guy that vader and then now kylo did you don't come back from that so i feel like no matter what a he had to die if they had kissed and he didn't die that would be a problem and i would be awkward like it would be awkward too, <laughs> but no, like they had to have that recognition of that intensity. But there, there was gone. a way she could have just said Ben. No, 
well, not enough. It's not I, enough. Yeah, I, th- I could have seen them like him embrace. coming up, them hugging, nope, yeah. and enough. then him just go limp, and then her like pull him back and just be like Ben, because then he's now given his life for her. Like I could be like, oh, okay, cool. The kiss was. There oh. are too many people out there who have shipped them, and I'm not in that camp necessarily. Well, there's a lot of people who have shipped Poe and Finn. Well, and well, we saw them. <laughs> we, we saw them really try to push that heterosexuality on this film. Let, let's let's come back to that because we'll there's come, a whole oh. kiss that we need to talk about, but not this kiss. But no. like, this as a kiss, visual shorthand, a shorthand, short shorthand, shorthand. That a kiss hound. was a nice, quick alternative to the hug to any other thing you could do to recognize what they had and to give him a farewell i think that's what made sense to me and i mean i i don't know i think it worked everyone's entitled to opinion josh even if it's wrong i, I want to hear i feel like <laughs> josh might might agree with me i don't know so I do, I do agree with you on a lot of levels um i'm kind of on the fence whether i wanted it to be a kiss uh or or whatnot but when uh, my friend evan and i saw it you know, he was like, "Oh my god, I, the, uh, why?" And I'm like, "And so that's why we get Evan on this podcast. That way, it's three to one." I, but right, the thing so is, get him on, get him on the phone. I need you to leave. I was telling him, you know, I don't think that the kiss was romantic. You it know? doesn't matter, and you know, it, it doesn't. I'm not saying I think it was romantic, right? Well, I'm some, some I, people I, do because they were shipping them. Well, and, no, you know, that's no. Fine. which I get, but because if he had lived, they would not have ended up together. No. No, I think he would have gone off and done something. But I, I th- you know, I think it was kind of along the lines of you know Leia and Luke in, in A New Hope, where you know Leia planted one on on him. I mean, granted, they were related. They didn't. Know. But it was just kind of like you know that so, intense moment, right? You know, type thing where you just she was also doing it to make Khan jealous. Well, right. So there's that a kiss, whole different, that well, yes, different. perspective. Okay. Yes, for that. but that was meant for a certain reaction you, in a certain way. If you are having a relationship, let's just call it a relationship. We won't have to assign any sexual, romantic, well, anything. Because there's platonic relationships. We get it. Exactly. So yeah. So they were having a relationship in their minds that they could not act on because Ray was like, "You're a bad person. I don't like what you've done. I don't agree with you, but I see, I still see that there's something there." And even said earlier, "I would have taken your hand." If you know it had if, been if, then, right, exactly. You're building to some kind of recognition of intimacy. I am not saying romantic or sexual. I am saying they had a relationship that was very intense, and that kiss was all they could do to comp- consummate it. <laughs> In that moment, when he had redeemed himself, saved her life, and everything had come to a head, it makes sense. I mean, and they had this connection. It was just it 100%. was. Uh, but it was complicated. I but, understand why people you know, don't like Levine. it. They, <laughs> why? It was this teeter totter system with them, you know. Yeah. They, well, they won't. It was a classic. Well, they won't. They right, yeah. you know. But it's like she's trying to, you know, reach out to him, you know, for the good, and then he sees the potential of, you know, darkness in her, and he's trying to, you know, reach out to that, you know. And they were they were a balance, I, I think. Ultimately, I think the two of them together kind of signified the balance of the force and what it represents, and how easy it is to give in to one another. Well, then that balance went really off to the side. <laughs> well, they were certainly they certainly were the yin and the yang. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But and and the thing that I appreciated was the fact that you know they were on clear sides, but both of them had ample opportunities to. And the other, and they didn't. 
So you're entitled to your wrong opinion. It's <laughs> fine. I'm just. I'll <laughs> let you. I'll let you go with it. Clearly, we are a podcast so, divided. So going from the kiss that we got to the kiss that we didn't get. Fuck that noise. <laughs> Fuck J.J. <laughs> Abrams. And here's why I'm pissed. Okay, how? Okay, when was Pulse? Just this is me personal, but also sort of related. How long? Three ago? and a half years. Okay, yeah, it was 2016. When Pulse happened, one of our dear friends, Julian, and died in that in that tragedy, and there was a campaign. That former uh, show, Flame On Show, now IGN bigwig, uh, Josh started called Put Drew in Star Wars. And it was all about, let's get Drew out there. Let's get a queer character in the Star Wars universe in the movies specifically. And they have done that in the comics and they have done that in the books. But, but when you token, like drop in this like little kiss in the last movie of the Skywalker saga... And that's your representation in Star Wars in lieu of some other... I don't even with, think it has to be a full two, character. With two females. I don't even care that they're females. I, I'm just saying the fact that that was a little almost afterthought. You know, like, it just... just oh, here it we go. pissed me off. And but I, but uh, it's a step. We can't be mad enough. about it being... Ten no. years ago, that would have been a step. No, I get that. But you're talking about, like, multi-billion dollar franchises... That, I mean, we're at the end of, like you said, we're at the end of this trilogy of trilogies. Like, you're not going to all of a sudden deviate and be like, here's this new character that we're going to. Right. Like, we already did that with Rose and then this uh, other, was it Jenna? Oh, the new, the horse rider? Yeah. yeah. I liked her. I liked yeah, her. too. She was cool. Should have been Rose more, but. Yeah. But, you know, which, again, that's an issue. But then you have a toxic fandom that basically bullied her off of social media. Yeah. Um, and, and then Disney did nothing really to do anything about it. I read somewhere that there's a lot of people wanting her to have her own. The, the director, well, yes, which is the thing, it's which blows my fucking mind. Yeah, that you've got a fucking toxic fandom that is bullying her off of social media, and then now you've got fandom that's like, where did she go? She should have her own Disney plush show, which I'm not saying she shouldn't. Right, I didn't love her character. The director of Crazy Rich Asians, whose yes. name escapes me wants to do this project like that's pretty big when yeah. somebody who has that clout comes forward and says i mean even if he kind of or they kind of know eh, it's probably not going to happen like this, they say that publicly is a big thing absolutely and it's more asian american representation or asian representation in film and media and you know i i get that there should be more absolutely 100 percent agree that there should be more but i'm not going to look you know that in it wasn't made a spectacle of. It wasn't a thing. Like it's kind of like what J.J. Abrams did in Star Trek, with um, Spock and his husband. What it was just? No, not Spock. Sulu. Not, Sulu. I'm he sorry. Sulu not, yes. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, granted, you threw me for a loop. Whoop, now, now, granted, Spock and Kirk. And I, yes. <laughs> I've only seen the first two, so I haven't seen but, Beyond yet. But I will so. say oh, for I think, that, I think it wasn't Beyond yet. Yeah, okay. it was in the third. Yeah, that's why it's all the difference for that. And 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 Beyond wasn't Abrams. That was somebody else. The fact, oh, was it? Oh, yeah, okay. he he did the first two. Ah, the gotcha, gotcha. the fact that that they did so so Sulu is a big character. I mean, Sulu is yeah. a big part of Star Trek. That yes. would have been like making Poe or Finn or I don't even exactly. know C three PO. I don't know. Whatever. Well, C three PO was yeah, he's a queen, but he's a stereotype. That was our representation. He's a fucking stereotype. But no, he's an archetype, bitch. If if this had been in Force Awakens, like what was that? Six years ago? Eight years? Six six years ago? Two thousand sixteen. Like I would be like, fine, cool. I'm I'm happy. At least there's something. But in two thousand, two thousand, I saw in two thousand, two thousand nineteen. 
you do more than that. It's Disney's fault. I don't believe I don't blame JJ Abrams. I think if I had to guess and read between the lines, they wanted to do maybe a little more. Disney's the problem. Which I, Disney is not going to take a risk. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But they are starting to take risks. We're going to have Valkyrie have a wife. Valkyrie. I know it's still a couple of years away, but we've already talked about Valkyrie. There's now reports that Jessica Jones is going to be in Captain Marvel 2. Woo! Whoa, where did that come from? And Played by Kristen Ritter? Through, I don't know. Hopefully. Which I, oh, God, I hope so. I, mean, I hope you're right. Which, um, and then there's talk about the fact that that's a possible relationship for, for Carol. Hmm. Interesting. I take what? her in chess. Holy shit, that's crazy. But no, I'll believe it. It has some crazy no, sex. Well, and we're going to get our first openly gay character in the uh, Eternals, yes. which comes out right. next year? Two yeah. years, something like that. Yeah, no, so. 20, 20, 21. 21, yeah, one of those. 21. So, but these things all come with time, and you know, like, these films get made, and I just, I can't get mad that there is any rep, that there is, even if it's small, we can always push for more, but I can't be mad that there is any. I'm disappointed that they didn't make it a bigger thing. Not that I need a whole storyline, and obviously that character, again from Last Jedi, if that was one of the Ryan Johnson editions, I love that. I, I love that they carried it through, and I love that they gave us some payoff. But in a way that almost felt, it just felt cheap. It felt very but it bolted just, on. But it shows that a, anybody is in that village and that resistance. I, yeah. You know, I that's, just, I see, that's, I, I, I get it. I, I do. But I'm also, I look at it from the mindset of, I don't need to be, I don't need my gay characters to have to be at the front and center at all times. I can see a show and have there be like this resistance village where there's all these people trying to fight to to survive. And then they win, and then okay, there's there's that lesbian couple. They share a kiss because they're happy that they're both alive. Awesome. That shows me that this is, you know, a, a, a well-rounded environment. And then you've got you know Lando hitting on his daughter, but that's a different <laughs> oh, story. We're gonna come back to that too. Hold right. on. Come so, there's, so there's that. And kiss. I mean, honestly, we should be grateful that they didn't kill either of the lesbians. True, because that very been, true. That hate crime. Been, will, we, will we have no. known that they were lesbians though? No. Well, exactly. if they had, if they had kissed early, like when, <laughs> when, 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 the, when the fighter pilots were going off, if one of them was a pilot, and then and she then, kissed her wife. Honestly, and though, I would rather have done that because what they did in this brief kiss is such a slight, like 
we were talking we were just talking about how Kylo and uh and uh Ray had this kiss and what it meant. That could have meant anything. It didn't mean to be like they were gay or they were for each other. And they were saying that this one little brief moment, which literally was what, two seconds in the final, like that that meant that they were lesbians? Then we saw nothing of their relationship. If one of them had gone off to war to die in the thing and then they had a moment, that would have been so much more. I would have been so much happier with that representation. But then you know? it would have fed into the trope of right. LGBT characters just being True. immediately killed. I'm just talking no about reason. my own my Cannon own fodder. read on it is yeah. that shows more depth in character building Laser than fodder? a quick little kiss is ever among anybody. I don't know. I I I see where you're coming from. I still appreciate there at least being something that somebody I appreciate somebody had something. a fight for it. No, no, of course. And because I, and I give you know, whoever fought for it. I give all the credit. I hundred percent blame Disney. For being a corporation that is a hundred percent, we are not gonna be too socially out there because of all the crazy religious people who would have a problem with it, and that affects the bottom line. And that's business, and I get it, but I think it's 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 we shouldn't call it anything other than what it is, and it's a conservative company being safe. That's all. I mean, it, it is what it is. I look at it as steps into the future because of what we just talked about with the representation that is coming in I, some of their yes. biggest. I'm excited about that. In, in their, they big... got a trans character coming, I believe, as well. Like, uh, I forgot what what where it's where they're coming, but anyway, there was there was a casting announcement, and yeah, all of it, great. Uh, so I mean, do it, more. It's all yeah, it's all leading up to these things. Because but I'm going to keep demanding it. I'm no, going to keep being as you know, as anybody that's part of the LGBTQIA plus community should. You should demand and should push for more representation, whether it's uh, primary, secondary, tertiary characters, whatever it is. I personally am just I'm grateful that we are continuing on that path towards more things becoming visible and recognizable and their their body language you know we talk about you say you were saying how the rain uh, kylo kiss the ben and ray kiss could be whatever the way that was the scene the emotion the entire emotion when those two kissed you were like yeah, that's they, her woman. They, you they knew faces. it was a whole thing. It yeah. was yeah. yeah. So you had that whole that whole thing. Like right. it, it gave me a sense of like, oh, it was the shortest of shorthands to represent a, a LGBT character. Two two characters. You're also one of which you're never also seen. trying to finish up forty two years of movie, I, and I'm it. fine with them. I would rather this than you give me this quick little thing and you try to like introduce oh here's this gay character and then not do anything with them so like rose like rose okay can we talk about rose though because i feel like there's another area where let's talk about rose because like ryan johnson wrote last jedi he put a person of color in the you know asian american in this role gave her a quite large part and even built like a po uh, not poe what's his name finn romance kind of sort of and you know it never felt like a hundred percent there it was kind of like well maybe maybe but i mean she saved his life i mean she obviously had feelings for him whatever his feelings were and then in this movie and this is one of my problems with last with the rise of skywalker is they totally like sidelined her and i mean i'm not the only person saying this i know this is kind of a thing oh yeah no but it's... like totally just went nope you're staying here in the in fact it's even kind of meta because they even said like at a moment where oh no 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 you should stay here you should stay here and then to what end because uh finn even if he had feelings for ray like there was this whole ongoing oh i need to talk to you i need to tell you this thing they never paid that off no, no. i would see he, i disagree with that 
So due to the juxtaposition of the scenes and the fact that Poe constantly Finn? uh no Poe po. oh, okay. Poe, as soon as Finn said to Ray, Hey, I need to tell you something, Poe was like all up in their business, like, why can't you tell me? I wanna know, I wanna know. You know, and so <clears throat> with the juxtaposition of the frames and going from, you know, Ray being gone, you know, Finn is like, hey, Poe, I have to talk to you. And the same demeanor that he said that to Ray. So I think he knew from Leia that Ray was a Palpatine. Oh. And he was trying to tell her that because she was going through so much, you know, and. I need you to show me source material. I I feel like I need receipts for this. I want to see the receipts. (laughs) It's sub subtext. I like what your theory is, but it's. Well, JJ has publicly said that Finn was not going to tell Ray that he had feelings for her. Okay. Okay, so that eliminates so, that as a problem. No, and I like so, your theory, but I want to know if that's the case. But the more popular theory I've read about is just that Finn was going to tell Ray that he was Force-sensitive. So let's just say this. Why would you put a gun out there and not show it being shot? It's the antithesis of Chekhov's gun, right? Because there's other things in there, which we're going to get to with Lando. Because you had to... Repl- and the Palpatine thing are both in external media that is not this movie. You also had to replace Broom Boy with somebody. And that was going to be Finn. (laughs) Oh, let's get back to Broom Boy. I don't want to forget about Broom Boy. That is important. Oh, Broom Boy. Um, We hardly knew you. Put it this way. The movie was packed. The movie was very busy. Yeah, just thank you. Uh, But it, 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 it left a lot on the table. That not just in a way that's like, oh, we're building the mystery, like Damon Lindelof, who did Watchmen, his thing is like he always wants to have these unanswered questions as part of a thing that people can discuss and theorize. I don't think that's what happened here. I think they literally ran out of time from what I have read about the reshoots and some of the last minute editing choices. There is either going to be extra material that's out there on the Blu-rays or was put into fucking Fortnite as a thing, because why not? We're in a weird era. Which, if you don't know, Palpatine's speech that is referenced in the opening crawl is, uh, you can hear that in Fortnite. Because of course you can. The game? Yes. And I love Fortnite. I have admitted to being a fan of playing the Fortnite. Haven't played it. But the the fact that that is like an in-canon beat that they share, it's like such a weird world we're in right now. And I just, I, I want a cohesive story on the page or in the media and 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 yeah, if you have like a spinoff TV show or a whatever, like okay, fine, I get that. But like, come on, I just it's 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 sloppy to me. J.J. Abrams is a better director and storyteller than the Rise of Skywalker uh, ever would demonstrate. Well, there has to be in fifteen years him to come out with a special edition. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah yeah, you're gonna go to the archives and look. Oh look, Finn actually says what the fuck he was trying to tell Ray. How about that? Ugh. Okay, Broom Boy. Can we talk about Broom Boy? Or is Let's there... talk about Broom Boy. Okay, so the whole point of The Last Jedi is to make a point that the Force... Oh, and to build on the fact that Ray's parents were nobodies, is Ryan Johnson saying you need to get past this whole fucking weird family power uh, dynamic that admittedly was most of the prior six, seven, seven movies. Right. And, and you have I, seven movies. And I'm going to get. Why to are a, you waiting to eight to try to be like? Mm, you I gotta, know what? I gotta, this isn't important anymore. I got a point there too. I want to make. But point is, Ryan. You realize that the the negative section was just for him to vent, right? <laughs> exactly. For us to fight back. Ryan Johnson made a artistic segment because Disney said, "Hey, it's your movie. 
Oh, you're going to you do what you do. They still had to sign off on all of it, which is a whole other thing. But the fact is, at the end of Last Jedi, the force was democratized. You had a relative nobody out of nowhere wielding it in a way that no one ever has. And you got Broom Boy demonstrating that. Oh, look, people out there in the world are now force aware. They always were. But look, they're taking back the force in a way that's not just the Jedi or the Sith. You take that idea and you fucking throw it in the garbage and you start with the the Rise of Skywalker, which is literally called the Rise of Skywalker because it's all about Skywalker and the lineage of, of the family and then the Palpatines and then the whole thing. And you just completely shit on the idea that they set the last movie ended on. So on that note, I don't necessarily think it was an entirely scrapped idea. I just, I don't think that Broom Boy or the fact that the other people can access the Force or, you know, or even that the Force itself is, for lack of a better term, awakening. <laughs> you know, I don't think that was a, par- a necessary part of the plot to of, of the conclusion. I think as, I think it opens it up for other source material moving forward you know, knowing that, you know, people can access it, whether, you know, the Jedi could be coming back or whether it's just, you know, as you mentioned, they're using the force in a way that was unforeseen. I think that, you know, it it, it did what it needed to do at the end of the uh, last Jedi. And I think that just opened, it was intended to just open up a door and that's it. And well, I, well, and yeah. they kind of opened up that door with Finn, with Finn using the lightsaber yeah. and, have, and having sure. force sensitivity that, was shown in both um, the first and second part of this trilogy. And then... There was something with the third where he did... He's like... Remember, he was trying to figure out the whole... um ship navigation thing in the last thing he's like he's like how do you know that he's like i have a feeling yeah yeah so yeah, i mean yeah. i will give you that yes finn is obviously force so we sensitive. we we scrapped broom boy and we just continued on Which, with finn having but, force but sensitivity honestly i don't think that this was a new idea just in this trilogy i feel like even in the time of the before the fall of the jedi and whatnot there were people in the universe who were force sensitive oh, Maz that, 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 Maz Kanata, absolutely, that weren't Recognized by or found by either the Jedi or yeah. the Sith. Was that Lupita Nyong'o? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her character is Force sensitive. They made a big point to kind of kind of point that out in Force Awakens. So you're right. You're 100 percent right. Because if Anakin could have gone through his entire life without ever been found by a Jedi and just would have grown up to be Force sensitive, a Force sensitive slave. Mm-hmm. His midichlorian levels were. Oh, thank were you. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> so. So I guess here's what here's what I'm really saying in all this is I've 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 been listening to interviews and listening to responses. And That's your mistake. Well, I know, but no, it helps it helps me process. <laughs> but aren't we asking people to listen to this one? <laughs> yeah, <we are. laughs> oh, Please don't let this form your opinions for you Here, out there. <laughs> here's the deal: what they did with this new trilogy is sloppy, and I believe really falls at the feet of Kathleen Kennedy, because when they brought in J.J. Abrams for the first movie. That was fine, but they should have done a story bible. They should have done an outline of the whole trilogy, of the new trilogy, and really like worked out here's where we're going so that when they brought in Ryan Johnson, it wasn't a blank slate and it wasn't even like, okay, here's how we ended it now, have fun. It was, no, no, here's where we need to go because whether you do the third movie or J.J. Abrams does or somebody does the third movie, originally it was Colin Trevorrow, there's a path, there's a, there's a dynamic, there's a story arc that we know will pay off. And the fact that they didn't, and originally, we're going to have Colin Trevorrow do the third movie, and then that didn't work out, and they had to bring Abrams back in to, to fix it. It, it, it. it is what has caused there to be this weird story arc. And yeah, the, third, the original trilogy, like Lucas 
kind of wrote the first one kind of not in isolation but he did his own thing studios came and helped him out they brought Lawrence Kasdan like there was an evolution of the storytelling and all that it fit better it made sense more because the second and third movies were the same people and it just it just it just works and then the first trilogy even though they're not great like the prequels it's whatever at least it's just one dumbass story that I you know is it's it's okay in parts and builds into the original so there's more continuity there's more like storytelling building like in a universe i think in the first two than in this new trilogy and i think that ultimately falls to the feet of kathleen kennedy who is the one who is show running this kevin feige by comparison with marvel did an amazing job of building into a big resolution and i think there's your contrast and the fact that they're bringing feige back into to do star wars next is telling because they know he can do it well you know i, I think I think what Disney wanted to do with this new trilogy is almost emulate what Marvel was doing by bringing in a different director for each episode and just tell them, make your type of movie just within these kind of basic little frames with these but as interlocking a, characters. as a trilogy that you're building up to, I just think that's a bad choice. Like... And they didn't I, have and, a Feige. They didn't have that same person. Right. That and and that's and I think that's why the third one feels so dis like disjointed and kind of bolted on. Or I don't know. Well, even I know. mean it just feels at odds with the second one. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because because JJ Abrams bookended it. And so if he had just made all three movies, there would have been obviously a better flow because it would have just been oh, his vision throughout yep. the whole thing. Um, Even if and I, I, yeah. and, and I really liked what Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Johnson did yeah. with some of his choices. Um, but I think JJ Abrams having to come in and bookend the entire saga. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big it, effort. It's a, no. And that's, I like, Abrams isn't even at fault because, like you said, he was brought in to save the day after Colin Trevorrow was very famously fired because he was just it was a mess. It was a whole thing. I just so. think you could he could have continued on with Ray still being a no one and still I think you still would have had that. She still could have been able to do the force lightning. She didn't need to be a direct descendant of Palpatine. But then you wouldn't that. have had Emperor GLaDOS. We, we still could have had Emperor GLaDOS. I love Glados. Emperor GLaDOS. I will say I did really love that. Did anybody else call that she was going to be a Palpatine, though? So, you know, our friend Chad, Divine Grace, from the beginning of this, like back in Force Awakens when we saw it with her, that was what she was saying. Like, she's like, oh, Ray's a Palpatine. Like, and I think, you know, different things she read or heard, you know, whatever, whatever informed uh, that opinion, 100% right. From that way back. So I didn't think that far back. I probably didn't think about it either. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like, you don't know. How are they going to do so, it? But when they released the teaser and had Palpatine's laugh, I just thought, okay, well, we still don't know who Ray's family is. And now we're introducing a really old character and bringing someone back. But why? So yeah. I was like. Well, I mean, it's just as much Palpatine's. Trilogy of trilogies as it is the Skywalkers at this point. Yeah, and I get it. You know, kind of closing out that whole Skywalker story arc, you know, so I get it. I just, I thought the two coincidental things to me to piece together, and I was like, it makes sense. She, she's going to, I mean, th- there has to be a reason. There has to be something, you know, 
relative, and I suspected that was it, and then I called it. It was just, it's just, it's just a weird nine movies and how it shifts focus, because if you watch just four, five, six, you think, oh, this is Luke's arc, and then you watch one through six, and you're like, oh, no, this is Anakin's arc, and now you watch one through nine, and you're like, Oh, it's Palpatine's arc? It's Shmi! <laughs> it's, like, it's all what? about Shmi! Yeah, I, it's weird. Well, should, we know. could talk forever and ever, because this movie has a lot of opinions and thought processes to go through, but I think that it gives our listeners enough of our opinions. Please tell us what you think. Uh, email us, comment, um, just hit us up on the socials. You can even go to patreon.com forward slash flame on show and become a patron and send us messages there and uh, get some bonus content while you are at it. Go to flameonshow.com and hit up our social media. Follow us there. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks with our first roundup of the new year. So thank you guys for joining us and we'll see you next time. Peace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.